Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor and cookbook author, and The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutritional medicine, and healthy living taken from my main podcast, The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my free recipes, books, newsletter, and download the app at thedoctorskitchen.com. Fasting, something again I'm asked about a lot, especially with the nouveau sort of thinking around fasting and how fashionable intermittent fasting, all the various types of fasting are right now. I think the first thing to say is that fasting is really misunderstood. There are a lot of different vague terms that are used to describe different practices. And even in the academic literature, there are mistakes that can be confusing for even people who are well-researched in in the field. The main thing to recognize is that fasting is certainly part of everyone's life. When you sleep, you are essentially fasting. Uh, Fasting has also been a core feature across a number of different religions. If you think about Islam, or Christianity, they all contain certain elements of fasting, even in Hinduism and uh, Sikhism as well. Culturally, fasting is quite accepted across a number of different uh, um, uh, geographical locations. So what are the main types of fasting? So there's water fasting, time-restricted feeding, which is perhaps the most uh, vague of terms, and alternate day fasting. Water fasting is basically where you have absence of any food apart from water for upwards of 24 hours and, and sometimes even more extreme cases of days of not eating anything. There's time-restricted feeding, which can uh, represent anything between uh, 12 hours of not eating, which is uh, quite common for a lot of people, Uh all the way up to 18 hours or even more as well in that in that uh, time-restricted feeding period. Um, so there are a number of different regimes that you may have heard of, like 16-8 or 12-12. And then there's alternate day fasting, which is where you have a sub-calorie uh, intake over two days or three days, which can be as low as 500 calories in a single 24-hour period, where the other days you eat normally still within a range of about two to two and a half thousand calories, depending on your requirements as well. The, the, the main thing to get across is there is 
little evidence to suggest that we know what form of fasting is useful for which person. It is a real inexact science. But there are some really interesting features of fasting that can explain the multitude of uses across different conditions, whether we're talking about autoimmune conditions, metabolic issues, diabetes, and and actually in some cases reverting uh, established type 2 diabetes. Even in cancer as well, there are some interesting studies looking at how fasting can be used within protocols, although this is very experimental at this point of recording. How does fasting work? So there are a number of, again, different processes, one being metabolic switching, which is where you change your fuel or preferred fuel from glucose to something called ketones, uh, which can be used by the cell to uh, produce energy in a more um, quote-unquote clean way that has less waste products. You increase ketone production for the purposes of burning, uh, burning as fuel. You uh, can have reduced inflammation. So there are a number of different markers that we use to measure inflammation in the body. And during periods of fasting uh, or the different forms, there have been lowered measures of inflammation, which is why it can have some beneficial impact on a number of different conditions, including metabolic issues, obesity, and autoimmune conditions as well. And then you also have a process that is upregulated called autophagy, which is where you recycle the components of old or dysfunctional cells into brand spanking new cells, which is why some people believe that fasting is key to improving longevity, both the length of life as well as the quality of disease-free life as well. So should you fast? Well, this is a a chapter that I've written about extensively in the last book, 321. Should you fast? I literally have no idea whether you should fast or not. It all depends on your circumstances, whether you are prone to having an unhealthy obsession with healthy eating. Fasting is definitely nothing that I would recommend for anyone who has a hint of an eating disorder. However, most people would benefit from having an extended period in their 24-hour day where they do not eat. And it can be as simple and as light touch as 12 hours. And in fact, I recommend to most patients that we have 12 hours where we do not eat. So in reality, that could be starting your meals at 8 a.m. and finishing your meals by 8 p.m. and then extending that window of fasting time to 14 hours or 16 hours really depends on convenience, environment, and whether you can stick to it and whether you feel good on that kind of regime as well. It doesn't mean that we overeat in the period where we uh, where we feed, quote-unquote, but it is uh, something that can be beneficial for a number of people. Personally, I gently fast. I skip a breakfast every every so now and then, um, but I'm not rigid about a fasting regime as I don't feel that it uh, represents my environment, uh, particularly if I'm doing shift work as well. So it really depends on the person. I hope that's given you a little bit of an insight into fasting. We've talked about fasting at length with one of the godfathers of the research, Walter Longo, plus some other guests who are going to be on the main podcast talking about fasting at great length.
I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutritional medicine and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. And you can find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen. Sign up for free recipes every single week at thedoctorskitchen.com. And don't forget to download the app. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day.